Welcome to the Power Sticking Together with me, your host, Leisha Little Tremble. Today's episode will have you evaluating who you call a friend. Before we get started, let me pause to tell everyone thank you for supporting this podcast. Listen, I don't get paid for you taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to my podcast weekly. I do this from my heart. Why? Because I would love for everyone to live the abundant life God has for them. When we need something positive in our life, that healthy, that wholeness, I believe you come in and listening to this podcast will help give you that. You know, we all need positivity, right? And healthy wholeness in our lives that makes us check ourselves before we wreck ourselves or someone else, which deals with your spiritual, mental, and physical as well. It's all about growing and becoming one with God. Yes, you know, I had to slow it down. Because I'm super excited about this. Well, at least I know I do. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in for another life-building episode. You know, I couldn't wait to get back on this platform and speak with you, the congregation, about friendship. But guess what, y'all? I'm not alone. I have the pleasure of having a very special guest, my friend, my sister, Cherie Johnson. Listen, before I introduce you to her and let her come on, I need to just tell you something quick about her. You know what? Um, I was kind of like playing around with her. She kind of told her age in a roundabout way. She was like, you know, I'm a 45 year old native of Jacksonville, Florida and grew up on the north side of, of town in Magnolia Gardens. And I was like, girl, that's all you are. <laughs> but anyway. On a better note, she is a beautiful friend. She has beautiful children. I love them dearly. There's three of them. She had Torrance, Shazé, and Asante. She's been married for 22 years to Mr. Ernest Johnson, who she calls my E. She's a devoted wife of 22 years. You hear that? I have to say that again. She's a devoted wife of 22 years. So it can work and she has the her three blessings those three beautiful 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 kids they're such a blessing now she's the only child um so that means she's spoiled okay but she has a wonderful mother that helps spoil her her name is miss Iveta mallory she's her friend and so much more she enjoys simple things in life and value the priceless moments to spend with her family and friends. She's a member of All People International Church for over 30 years plus. We are both members of such a beautiful church and leadership. The leadership that she's under is the Chief Apostle Bishop A.T. Jones Sr. and Bishop Sharon Jones. Her whole objective is encouraging others and making people smile. And that's why we've been friends so long. I strongly believe in how she lives. She's such, such an encourager. Now that's just me talking. 
She, she really is. And she is my friend. She also believed in and standing in the truth of God's word. And her whole journey is forever being a student to the Lord. So now that I have properly introduced you to my friend, I would like to bring her on. So let me welcome Miss Beloved, my sister, Cherie Johnson, to the P-O-S-T. Welcome to the post, Cherie Johnson. Well, hello, 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 and thank you so much for having me on the P-O-S-T. I am humbled, and it is greatly appreciated for me to have this opportunity with you. Well, you know, it's all about the power of sticking together. So, you know, we have been through some stuff. You hear that? I, uh, some camp days, but we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> oh, <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> some dance days. Girl, come on here. Listen, listen. It was a privilege. <laughs> you know, one of the things that we love doing is checking on each other. We're not always in each other's face. I, you know, it's been a long time since we got together. But one thing for sure. I know you are a good friend, but how are you doing today on a, on a softer note? How are you doing? I am doing well, and thank you for asking. I'm doing well. Hey, hanging, maintaining, still trusting and believing in God, but just living life, taking it day by day, you know, day by day. But so much going on, that's all we can do is take it day by day. So, hey. I'm good. <laughs> that's that's look, I'm on that okay energy. It's okay, I'm good. So I understand. You know, I was so glad that you accepted the invite. Listen, I know this episode is going to call our attention to who we call friend, but it's much more than that. Anyhow, I know you ready. I don't even have to t- I don't even have, I can feel you ready. Like, let's do this, right? So let's do this thing. We got this. So let's get straight into it. You know, Houdini wrote a rap called Friends. You know that rap. Don't you remember that rap? I bet you still know all the lyrics to it. And that's a shame. You know that one, that old school rap and the lyrics went something like friends. How many of us have them? Friends. Ones we can depend on. Friends, before we go any further, let's be friends. friends. Yes, yes, ma'am. Well, this rap had us thinking about how we use the word friends so loosely. It left us with an understanding. Friends are someone you judge yourself as being a friend. You know, like when your mama say, you know, when you get a little older, I used to hear grown-ups talk among themselves and say, you know, I can't pick and choose her friends for her, you know, even though we try to pick and choose our babies and our darling children, friends, but it don't always work out the way we think it should, you know. <laughs> so but the lyrics of the old school hip hop wasn't just lyrics but their truth on how they consider people as their friend. And then there's the good book, the Bible, that sheds light on what is a friend. We are going to unpack this question by applying biblical principles and more values. You know, last week, 
episode, Cherie, I mean, man, my daughter was on here and it was about you have a friend in me. And one of the things I have found out, the older our children get, oh man, they made some good friends. You hear me? Yeah. They made some good friends. They have you. Now, you thought they did funny things when they were little. But the stuff they do when they grown and how they just have your heart just laughing and you can laugh with them, it is a beautiful thing, you know. I also talked about your friends at the beginning of this series on what about your friends. You know, it was more so that old school gym. What about your friends? Are they going to yeah. be around? <laughs> Are they going to let you down again? But that was more so dealing with you keep asking what about your friends, but what about you as a friend? Uh -huh. So it had a little different effect on it. So now we on this same topic of how many friends you how many of us have them? How many of us have friends? So each of these episodes dealt with you being a friend. You know, y'all can go check it out whenever you want to. Each one is, a, is full of nutrition for your body, soul, and spirit. Ms. Johnson, we are going to start off by dealing with the Proverbs 18, the latter part of this verse. It states, one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin. Hmm. But... Before you do that, we need to get a, a understanding. Let's deal with the reliable friend. And then we're going to come back to this unreliable friend because it's kind of weird. They're still your friend. They're just not reliable. But we'll, we'll deal with it. I don't want to get too far ahead. So what is your interpretation of a reliable friend? Well, you know, first dealing with and talking about this topic of friends, you know, because they come and different levels of friendship. You mm. know, everybody is not going to be that I can share everything with you type of friend. So you have to first understand there are different levels of friendship. And as we already know, that friendship can be, you know, a one-sided friendship. But, yeah. you know, you may have your, your prayer buddy that's a friend. You know, they're a dear friend, but this is your prayer partner. You know, you have childhood friends that you just grew up and went to school with, you know, and as years have gone on, you've you age, you had children and families, but you know, you're still friends, but you may not hang out and do those things together. You know, it's just a different level of friendship. And that's the thing we have to understand. What level of friendship are we dealing with when we deal with other people? Mm. And the reliable, a, a reliable friend is someone that you can simply trust and depend on. You know, a person that has your back, you know, even if it's, you know, I make you a promise that I can do this or be there for you, but something happens along the way where I just can't make it or the promise I gave to you, I can't fulfill that promise to let you know I'm still your friend. I just couldn't come through for you at this moment. But, you know, that friendship, you know, this person, when I call on them, you know, I can depend on them. When I need them. They're right there for me, you know, and not only that, but it's a reciprocated affection when they need me, I'm there. You know, um, if I'm going through something, that friend is right there with me going through it with, you know, praying for me mm. and being that person. That's a reliable friend. You know, even if I don't pick up the phone and call to let you know, hey, this is going on. It's something about when you have that connection with a true friend. Come they on know now. they can feel something. 
spirit, okay, let me pray for my friend. Let me call my friend. Let me check up on my friend. Because if you're that friend, and let's just say, for instance, you're that friend that I talk to often. You know, we have some people that we talk to often. But if you're that friend, and I talk to you very often, and there comes a time when you're trying to reach me, and you can't reach me, I haven't called you. You know, hey, this is not like my friend. Something is going on. Yeah. You know, you're, you're going to maybe pull up and check on me. You know, you're going to be trying to figure out, hey, what's going on? You're going to be praying for me. Like, what is going on? Because, you know, this is out of the norm. But you're that person that, hey, I can count on you. I know if I'm dealing with something or I need to do something or I need something, this is that person I can reach out to. This is that reliable source. You know, we don't tell everybody everything but if I was in a a need or a type you have that person that if I need finances or something this is that person I can reach out to that not only will they help me but they're not going to go out and tell people what they did for me now I think you need to say that for the people in the back no as a matter of front you as a matter of fact I'm gonna say this real nice and slow say it to the person that's in our face listen (laughs) Because that is so true. They won't do what again? Say that again. They're not going to go out and tell what they've done for you. They'll do it, but they'll keep it to themselves. Because you have some people, they want to boast and tell about what they did. If they gave you $2, they want to tell people, oh, she needed $2 or he needed $2. I gave it. No, it's not for everybody. You don't have to tell them, hey, don't tell this. Don't tell my business. They already know that because Mm. they are that true. They are Mm. that reliable source. And that's what I consider to be that reliable friend. It's not how much they have. You know, it's not about, oh, you're only reliable if you're a, a friend that you are financially wealthy or you have this, that, and the other. But I can trust you with my heart. I can trust you with certain things. You're Mm -hmm. that reliable friend and that person we all need in our lives. And again, we have to just know what level of friendship that we have, because some friendships aren't uh, to say bad friendships, but they're not that reliable friendship. So you get in the head, you get in the head. We're going to get there. We're going to talk about them unreliable friends. (laughs) How many of us have them? Oh, my God, my God, my God, and Lord Jesus, don't never let me be one hit. Okay, let's keep on going. <laughs> now, you know, you I often question the value, you know, of friendship because of the one sided value it brings. I mean, I often question that, you know, sometimes I used to be like, you know, I don't need them. You know, they don't do for me like I do for them type of energy. And I'm always there for them and they're not there for me. But yet, for some reason, I kept calling them my friend. You know, Uh God always give you that one person or maybe two to appreciate your friendship, to value just as much as you value them. The bond between both parties becomes like thicker than blood. You know, they say about that, your bond and you're a friend, you thicker than blood, you know, more than what it means to me if you was related to me type of energy. A friend that can sit closer to you than any brother or sister type of energy. A friendship of this kind is like perfume and incense. Um, It brings like joy to the heart. I know what that feel like, Cherie. You know, I'm just be honest. When me and you talk, 
it's good, girl. It just brings joy to the heart. We don't talk all the time. We don't have to be in each other's face all the time. But the pleasantness among our friendship is true. Okay. Yeah. And we also understand each, each other's energy. That's the part I like. Don't, don't bother me right now. <laughs> you, all, you have always seemed to know my energy. <laughs> Woo! You know, you like, know, I mean, the times you have known, like, hey, it's not a good time. All right, I'll come back. I'm like, mm-mm. And then you look, I ain't gonna say nothing. Hey, bye. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Let's keep it moving. Not right now. Not right yeah. now. I don't want to deal with the pow wow what Jesus can do moments. <laughs> yes. You know, get but hey, look. get that look. That's it. But you know, Proverbs 27 and 9 state is this way. Ordinance and perfume rejoice the heart. So do the sweetness of a man's friend by hearty counsel. A friend that stick closer to you than any brother is a loyal friend and gives hearty counsel. Hmm. Hearty counsel. Now, This part right here can be kind of tough to swallow, especially sometimes when it's coming from your friend and you don't really want to hear that counsel. But the fact that it's hearty counsel means it's going to make a big impact. Can you explain what loyal and hearty counsel means as it relates to friendship? Um, loyal and hearty counsel, that is, is just simply a person that is honest and has genuine, solid substance. If wait, a minute, I'm that wait, loyal a minute, wait a minute, friend, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You can't just be driving through and say words and then act like it doesn't have an impact because we unpacking this thing. You hear me? Has what type of um, substance? Say that again. What type of substance? Solid. 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 When you think of hearty, you think of, like thinking of a meal. Like if I go out and get a bag of chips or, you know, some cookies or something, that's a snack. But if I go and get me some rice and gravy, some collard greens and, you know, all those good things, then I have a hearty meal. You know, that's going to stick to me. That's mm. the chips and the cookies not going to stick. That's a snack. But a, a person that has that, that loyalty and that hearty counsel, you know, they're going to give it to you. Like they say, straight, no chaser. Mm. They're just going to give it to you. And it even sometimes when it hurts and it stings us, we know that it's coming from a good place. We know that it's not coming to just tear us down. Because one thing about it, you never want to leave a person just broken. But we know that it's coming from a good place. We know that if they're telling us about ourselves, they're only telling us so that they can help us, you know, because that true person that's, that's loyal and has that hearty counsel, they really want to see us win. You know, they don't want to see us pour down. They want to see us win. That's so they, true. They're helping to, you know, they're being honest to us. And those things we have to be able to accept. We have to be open because if you want the truth and you want real friends, you have to be willing and be able to accept that. And a real friend is going to tell you like it, I S E. You know, they're not, if you're doing wrong, they're not going to just keep sugarcoating, patting you on the back. Oh, you know, it's okay. It's, oh, a real friend is going to be like, Hey, that's wrong. You're wrong about that. 
you know, you shouldn't have done that, you know, and we have to be strong enough to accept that because again, that person, that's that solid friendship, mm. you know, that no matter what, you know, you're going to disagree because having that solid friendship doesn't mean it's going to always be easy. You're going to be able to disagree and you should be able to be that same person in return. You should be a solid friend. You should be able to speak truth. If you see your friend going down the wrong way, you should be able to speak that truth back to your friend in love, not to tear them down and to always remember that no matter what, you're two individuals. So that you have part. to be willing to accept mm-hmm. your individuals, your, 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 your opinions about things is going to be different. You know, how you would handle something may be different than what your friend does. But at the end of the day, I'm going to give you my heart and I'm going to receive your heart. And we both know that it comes from a place of love where we can trust one another. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to question it. You know, you don't have to question. Now, what did they, you know, what, what, what did they mean by that? Uh, you know, where are they coming from with that? You know, it's not a question mark. It's that, you know, when they came to you, they came out of love. Even if you got to back away and say, you know, let me think about this, what they said. Because sometimes, to be honest, when a person gives you true counsel and they give you something from their heart, you don't always be open to receive it right then. That's true. You know, because you are self and you may take it and say, you know, that's what you're saying to yourself. But then when you sit back and you think about it and you ponder on it, it's like, okay, I see what they're saying. I see where they're coming from. And then you take it and you dissect that. But you always have to know that it's coming from a nurturing place. It's not coming from a place of hate. It's not coming from a place to tear you down. But it's truly coming from the heart, coming from a place of love. My, 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 look, that's some good stuff there. Again, friends, how many of us have them? Like how many of us have those friendships that are loyal, that we can trust and that we can take the advice and, and, and it, and it may not come out the way we want it, but after the end of the day, we know we're going to be good. And you know what? Some of the things that I learned about friends who give hearty counsel is they don't bash you when you don't accept their Mm -hmm. counsel or they don't pick and choose when to give it to you and you can feel that love when they do say what needs to be said um even when you're mad at them for whatever reason because you do get upset with each other at times y'all have to y'all got to get off this we grown now we, 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 I know that we grown, but we still have emotions. They're not going anywhere. So you're yes. going to have those disagreements. You're going to have. But what we don't do is the childish things among friendship. Yes. So I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, but I wanted to get there because we're going to get ready to talk about, uh, you know, them unreliable friends. Okay. But. <laughs> I mean, when I read this, I said, oh, my God, but they still a friend. Yeah, they just unreliable. Like when I read it in the Bible and they was talking about the unreliable friend, I was like, they still a friend. They just unreliable. You know, we often have issues with friendship due to lack of trust or loyalty. Mm -hmm. The loyalty part can become shaky, which makes us evaluate who we call friend. You know, trusting someone when things are rocky in your life, and I'm sure that you can like say, yes, sis, I can relate, brings distance at times. 
You know, why do yeah. we think friends avoid you when things start hitting hard spots in life? Before you answer this question, I notice a lot of people will latch on to those who have it going on. They even talked about that in the Bible. How when you end up having nothing else and their friends parted from them. I mean, hey, Job is a good case. How his friends want to part from him. He done did something. But, you know, that's a whole nother story. You know, uh -huh. <laughs> or when you out there spending all your money in these clubs and then all of something, you ain't the king's rich son anymore. And them friends be like, mm, I don't know who you are. He smell like a pig. You know that part. Of, you know that's, Yeah, that's that type of friend. But they have a tendency to unlatch themselves to you. Uh -huh. But when you have, they will latch onto you. But they're your friends. That's what the Bible called them. Research it and study. You'll be really awakened about friendship. You know, but I'm so glad that Jesus is a friend that sticks closer to you than any brother, sister, mother, cousin, auntie, uncle, father, or friend. Yet there is a need for earthly friendship. That's crazy. So when we get in our little moment, I don't need nobody. I'm good by myself. Ciao, boo. Boo, 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 boo. Cry me a river. <laughs> you are not good. You insane by yourself. <laughs> nobody can tell your crazy self to stop cutting up, but a friend can. <laughs> Yes. You know, Proverbs 18 mentioned before we talk about the need of friend, it talks about this, uh, that needy friend. So, hmm. Let's go, Cherie. Let's let's see what we got. Let's see what the Lord is uh, giving to you on this topic. Uh, now, just a case of warning, the people names you hear has been changed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> let's go let's go <laughs> Ooh, how do you define an, an unreliable friend okay there we go with this, this friendship first of all we gotta always remember there are different types of friendship and we gotta know hey first of all judas sat at the table Come on. and walked alongside Jesus. But he was truly not Jesus' friend. So it doesn't matter what they say that defines a friend. And it's it, that one-sided thing again. I can be a friend to you, mm. but are you truly being a friend to me? And we, and just like you said, we all need friends. We, every, if a person says they don't need no friends, they are telling a flat out lie. We all need a friend in the flesh. Yeah, we can say, Oh, I got Jesus as my friend. That's all well and good. And we want him to be our friend. But in this flesh, in the natural, we need people. We need friends. And so with those unreliable friends, how do we define them? An unreliable friend, first, can I, can I depend on you for anything? Can I, can I call you for something? Can I ask you to be here? You know, if, when you have that person in your life that you can, you can call a friend and they may not be a bad, I mean, it's, Let's make it clear, just because they're an unreliable friend doesn't make them a monster or a bad person. 
they're just a person and they're doing what they choose to do. But when you say unreliable, you know, can I, can I call on you for anything? You know, can I depend on you to be there? You know, when I'm going through different things in my life or important moments in my life, you know, can I rely on you to be there? And I can speak from experience. I remember um, when I got married and people that I thought were truly my friends, I found out they really weren't my friends. And it was a hard pill to swallow, but it was like, this is your reality. And it's just different things and circumstances will come along in life to let you know, this is really not your friend. And you have to be willing to accept that that people are not going to be the same way you may be to them or how you would want them to be to you. And you have to be comfortable with that. You know, you can't expect them to do what you would do or want them to do because they're not us. And we can, once we get that understanding, sometimes it's easier to navigate knowing, hey, this person is just not reliable. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, if I got a flat tire, I'm not going to call them. They're not if coming. I got something that's really, they're not coming. If I got something that's really pressing on me, I could have been up crying all night, something that's really getting to me. And like I said, yes, we could go to God for everything, but it's sometimes we just need somebody to talk to in the natural, you know? And I know if I got something pressing, I'm not picking up my phone to call this person, you know, because I know they're not going to be there. I know if it's a, a milestone, it's a birthday celebration or a wedding, or it could be even death. This person is just not going to be there. Mm-hmm. And we have to take those moments sometimes to sit and think, is this really a friend? You know, where does this person really add to my life? Are they really adding to my life? You know, where do I value them at? What purpose do they even serve in my life? When you have somebody like that, where, hey, I just can't rely on them for nothing. What is the purpose? Because to be honest, like people say, reason, season, lifetime. This person may be in your life as a a God-ordained assignment. It may be something that they need to learn or get from you, but you don't realize it. You know, it could be something that God is teaching you through their life. You never know, but that's where you have to pause. God, what is it that I should be getting out of this relationship, this friendship? Because it's sometimes very uncomfortable for us, but that's where we have to pause and see what is the value to this. And we have to be open. If God say, hey, I need you to hang in there for a little bit. It may be hurting us like, you know, what, what, what am I supposed to do with this? But it's a reason and it's a purpose. And we have to be willing to accept that, knowing that whatever they're choosing to do in that moment, that's just for that moment. But when it's time to pull away, don't be afraid to pull away. Sometimes it's going to be where God is telling you, hey, this is not your friend. You need to get out of that. You cannot allow yourself to stay where God is trying to remove you from. And a lot of times that's what we do. And that's why we have those unreliable friendships because we're trying to stay with something that God is saying, hey, I've been pulled you away from that. Why are you trying to hang on to something that is not even needing to be hung on to? You know, and that's the part we have to accept. You know, and be okay with it. You know, let people go. You know, and like I said, you don't leave people broken. But you have to learn to let people go. Let people be who they want to be. Because to be honest, sometimes those reliable, those unreliable friends, they're not really your friend at all. Some of them are complete enemies, but you don't even whoa, realize. Whoa, whoa, you know, whoa, 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 whoa,
Wow. Woo. So, whoa. Girl. Girl. <laughs> I'm sorry. My whole mental just shifted. Like, so am I dealing with a friend of me? Oh my God. My whole mental just said, oh my God. Again, how many of us have them? <laughs> The unreliable <laughs> friend of me's. I mean, come on now. Come on, Cherie. But you saying some good stuff. That's some good stuff. And you know what? We've been on this earth pretty good. I think we I think God has given us the wisdom, um, especially for this younger generation to let them know. Come on now, sis. Come on now, brother man. Yeah. Um, check check yeah. who you're hanging with. Make sure that unreliable friend is not your enemy. Because it could be a setup. It could be a setup. Oh my God. It could be a setup. Oh my God. But yeah, go ahead. Mm -hmm, Go ahead. No, you good. You good. This good. Go ahead. It because, like I said, a setup. Because you can have people that are so jealous and so envious of you. They'll befriend somebody that you may know or are close to to get to you. Mm. So then you, if you leave yourself wide open, you're allowing someone in your space that could be clearly jealous they may want something that you have you know and if you're blind to that you don't even realize it and this because they never had the intentions of being your friend to begin with wow they didn't come into your life to add any value to you at all you know that's how a lot of times and you know it is it, just true people's marriages are messed up you know not to say that the spouse you know they did wrong as well but you had somebody that was after what you had because clearly they didn't like you. They were jealous mm. of what you had. And so they're going after what you possess, you know, and that's the thing. We have to be careful when we, we title people as friends because sometimes it's clearly just an associate. That's sometimes right. it's clearly a coworker. That's sometimes, right. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. And you have to be able to, yeah, because if you stabbing me in my back, mm. You're not my friend, of course. You're but if I'm friend. looking at you, stab me in my face, what, what, what is it that I'm missing? When I clearly see what you're doing, but I'm choosing to keep latching on and hanging on, hanging on, hanging on, and you're clearly draining from the relationship that I have, then that's on me. You know, I can't fault you for being you. I got to fault me for allowing you to do that to me. Hmm. And that's the thing sometimes that we miss when we need to let go and we see clearly this is not good for me. If I'm with you and you tell me, hey, we finna go rob a bank. Now I'm thinking you my friend and you say we finna rob a bank. Well, what kind of friend that really loves me and is really concerned about me and has, you know, is pushing me to be my greatest and to be the best I can be alive is going to tell me we going to rob a bank. And then you want to set me up. Now, what kind of friend is that? Now, if I choose to go, no one is totally wrong. And I, oh, but this is my friend. They want to do this. Now, is that not a problem with me? That's a problem with you. You have right? to be open and see, okay, I need to cut this, cut these ties and cut those things. Oh, sometimes people have too many people that they call friends. My, you got my, a hundred people, all of them friends. All you of know, them and you have to be careful. All of your friends, you got to be careful where you allow that label to stick mm-hmm. when you say friend. Mm-hmm. And when you allow it to stick, you got to be careful on what type of friend are you sticking it to? Is this my hangout buddy? This just my good friend? Is this my prayer partner friend? You know, what kind of friend 
am I sticking this label on to call them my friend to begin with? And that's sometimes where it, the, the you know, where we have our blinders on when we don't realize what we're doing and how we're handling and navigating these relationships. Man, that, that right there. Listen, y'all, I think y'all going to have to put that on repeat because the whole fact when she came out and said that them, um, them unreliable friends could be your frenemy. I think you need mm-hmm. to get a true def- definition of if you can't depend on them and you always the one that is doing the most and chasing the friendship. Yeah. So, you know, like these are the friends we can't depend on anyway. But here's the part that I love about it. We still can love them as a friend. Oh, yeah. Because even Jesus. Gotta love Kiss Judas, you said it earlier, on his cheek and said, friend. <laughs> now, I'll just be honest with you. He traded him. He was going to spin him off. Yep, that set up what you said. That set up. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just letting you know, you got to know who your Judases are, just like you got to know who are your unreliable friends. And you got to be careful when you're hanging around them. That's why we ask ourselves how many friends we could depend on, you know, and then I turn around and ask myself, am I a reliable friend? Can someone depend on me? You know, listen, this episode was never about how many friends you have. I know I know y'all was like, how many of how many friends? Let me. I got Billy, you know, I, I grew up with Jay and, you know, how about Sam, you know, that stayed around the way. You know, I know y'all was naming all them friends, but the truth be told, more so, I wanted you to understand the importance of being a friend and not just that old kind of friend. You know, which mm-hmm. friend are you? The reliable or the unreliable? Um... I would give you some characteristics, but she has listed them all that I can think of. But I do want to touch on the ones that she say that unreliable friend can have that jealous, that jealous spirit down the back. And you will see it. If you see it, she said it. If I'm stabbing you in your face, you see me stabbing you. Come on now. It's a mm, difference from yeah. you coming from my back and putting a knife in. But if you see it, <laughs> we got to learn to call it what it is. You know, so think about it. Which friend are you? Are you reliable? She said that friend that I could call and she's my prayer partner. Or that friend that I can call when I just need to talk to. Or that friend that can give me <sighs> put away them snacks. You know, she talked about that little snack of that. You know, Put away them little snack friends. You know, y'all just my little snackity snacks. <laughs> you know, back in the day, used to be, yeah. now I'm kind of like all topic, but back in the day, they used to say he want a snack. And I used to be like, child, you ain't going to last long. A man need a real meal. <laughs> You need that hearty, that hearty meal. You need that hearty meal. So, yes, if you got a little snackety snack as a friend, child, just let that little snack go because they they not giving any substance. 
And don't you be the snacky friend either. Don't you turn around and be wanting something and you can't give it back. You know, she said it should be like that yin and that yang. One way goes to the other way. It should come together and combine each other as one. Y'all should have that solid ground and also that respect means a lot. Respecting oh, yeah. Yeah. means a lot. Yeah. You know, so Cherie, you are teaching us a lot about friendship. You know, I know this is a touchy subject for many of us. So I want to thank you for not sugarcoating your response to my questions. Everything you are saying has been motivated out of love. You know, I feel the love of a caring friend who wants others to understand the importance of having a loyal and hearty, wholesome friendship. Um, I think I got like one more thing I just want to ask her. I'm, I know I'm, you know, look, we don't get, we don't get to talk anymore. Yes, it's always good. So listen, now that I have that moment and you gracing this platform, I'm going to use that, 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 that energy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, we said earlier that everybody needs a friend. You remember that part we was talking about? Everybody needs a friend. And if you don't think yeah. you you need a friend, then you know I said you're just crazy. You don't because you ain't got nobody to reason with. So you pretty much you know, lost your mind. You ain't got nobody to tell you you tripping. And you was like, yeah, they living in not a real world. Um, this is necessary. Because I think with the pandemic and everything that we have been going through, there has been a lot of detachment. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of people have seen uh, the truth for what it is, if you understand what I'm saying, when it comes to not just friendship, but also to family and their friendships, that the bond. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think the pandemic thought that everybody can be good alone. I'm okay. I'm good alone, but that's not healthy. So could you just explain to me, why do you think Now, I need y'all to really hear her, especially for these people that I'm good all by myself. You are not good. Oh my. Okay. Why do you think friendship is necessary? Well, first of all, it would be a lonely place to be in this world all by myself. When God made Adam, he made Eve. He didn't even leave Adam to be by himself. Could you have even imagined? I mean, we wouldn't even be here if it was just Adam, first of all. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. unless God just saw fit to just create us as individuals, but otherwise we wouldn't even be. But even when he made Adam, you know, he made Eve for, to be that companion, that partner with, with Adam. And so to even in, like when they put people in solitary confinement in a room all by themselves, you know, you do that and be in that place so long, you start losing your mind. You're talking to yourself. You got all kind of imaginations because we are people. We need each other. So t- a friendship is necessary. I need somebody. If I'm going through something and I'm hurting And I feel like I'm about to explode. Yes, I can cry out to God, but sometimes 
you just need that person. You need somebody that you can talk to. You can confide in, hey, I'm going through this or, you know, even to, even if it's not just hard moments, but even the good moments, that somebody I could celebrate with. You know, this is going on. I could celebrate with, with this person. They can celebrate with me, you know. And so we need all of that, you know, to even as a child with a parent. You know, of course, we always say, you know, or people say, I'm not friends with my children. Well, I beg to differ because I'm friends with my children, Amen. you know, because I can't imagine being a mom to them, but not having some kind of boundary of friendship. Now, that's not to say, you know, because certain things I'm going to do with friends, I may not do it with my children. Certain right. things I may talk about with friends, I may not talk about that with my children because, again, they're my children. Right. And, you know, me now having adult children, it is so different. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know, girl. Adult children are blunt. They're open. They're honest. They're going to tell you like an ISU. They're going to say things. You're going to be like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> wait, hold on. <laughs> we also, we yeah, always but, so timid with it. Well, listen, baby, not like that. Yes. <laughs> yes, but even in that, in being a parent, I have learned myself when your children come to you with things, sometimes they're not coming that they want to hear mama. Of course, they you, they know you're their mom. Right, but right. when they're coming with some little heart-ish issues, you know, and they're coming to you, they're not coming like mama bashed me, you know, about what I'm telling you or what I've done. They just want you to be that listening ear, you know, mm -hmm. because they do. I don't care how much we say it. Sometimes we value what our parents say and what they think, you know. So when our children are coming to us, we can't just be, I, I, I don't want to hear that. Don't, I, don't, don't say that. You know, we have to be willing to listen to them because if we're not going to listen to them, mm -hmm. you know, where are they going to give this information to? Some of them unreliable friends. Unreliable And then what happens with that information? Yep. Because in truth, truth be told, when you are a real parent that loves your children and has their best interest at heart, when they come to you with things that's going on in their personal lives, you are praying for that child. You're encouraging that child. You're giving them all kind of nuggets and wisdoms to help them mm -hmm. go along the way. So, Cherie, everything that you're saying, man, that is just so true about friendship and having that motherly bond with your children, a fatherly bond with your children when they come to you and ask for advice. So I'm understanding it's necessary for that friendship, not only with someone that is a friend, but also with those you call family to understand that I'm here for you. So friendship is necessary so somebody can feel that you are here. So it's necessary for us to establish that um, bond. You know, the same way we build yeah. family relationships, our friendship with other matters. Pray you have found yourself in this episode, whether you are a lawyer friend that is reliable, that brings pleasantness and sweetness with in your friendship or you need yeah. deliverance from being an unreliable friend remember there's a friend that's still closer than any brother and i just appreciate you just giving us this godly wisdom and just the moral values of what that looks like you said something when your children are trying to talk to you they're looking for you to give them not all the time that mom or that parent look they looking for somebody to just hear me out um and i do yeah. think that is necessary i so enjoyed you coming on the podcast so i know i kind of cut you off 
So I want you to finish. I just want to say that. I just want to say that little piece, but I want you to finish um, ending on a, on that note. Just talk to us a little bit more about the necessariness of friendship, because I want to stay right here. I don't park the car here and I want this to come mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> OK, yeah, because like I was saying, we, we can't make it through this alone. You know, we all, all need somebody. And again, as far as parents. You know, we want to keep that door open for our children to, to be able to come to us. Just like our father, just like God, we go to him and we go to him boldly. You know, we take those things and those matters of our hearts to him. So just like our children, when they want to come to us, we have to be open minded and be willing to listen to them without passing judgment. You know, on what they're saying, no matter what it is, because children, we already know they'll come to you with some stuff that make you want to. Just rain a little net and, and, and just bring you to tears. But at the end of it all, they're coming to you with it, which is a blessing that they're choosing to, to be open to you. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be able to hear them out, to hear their hearts, no matter what. You know, we're going to love them regardless, the same way God does for us. You know, and we have to be mindful when we're dealing with our children, just like a spouse. Well, if you can't be a friend to your own spouse. How, how does that even look? I don't even know what that's gonna look like. I don't like. know what that feels like. If so I could be a friend, that would be crazy. Like this, my crazy. my spouse, but I can't be intimate with them. I can't talk intimacy, or I can't talk those deep things that are on my heart. This person, because they're supposed to be ultimately my friend, my mm-hmm. best friend at that. So we can't do this on our own. You know, it would be boring and lonely to go about it. You go by yourself, you go here by yourself, you come home by yourself, you don't talk to nobody, you don't do anything with nobody, and you're all alone. And sometimes we have to be careful because sometimes it's not even that, um, you know, people don't want to be our friends, but sometimes we can close ourselves off to those relationships. And we need that. You know, if we could have been hurt in the past, but friendship is truly necessary. We need those good healthy, loyal, wholesome relationships. We need that in our lives because to make it, no matter what, we're all going to face different things. We're going to go through challenges. We're going to have celebrations. We're going to do all these things. And it is a good thing that we do it with somebody, you know, so we have to be open and we have to hold on to those things. And those priceless moments, those real friendships that we know are just good, solid, firm foundations of friendship, we hold on to those. We cherish those. Some that are just like, oh, okay, you know, it's what it is. That's fine and good, too, because you know the placement of them. Just like when you're setting a table, you know the cup don't go on top of the fork. You know the the plate don't go in the middle of the table under the plant. You know where the placement goes at the table. The same way you need to know where the placement goes in your friendship, mm. in your relationship. From parenting to being a spouse to being a friend, remember that that friendship should be reciprocated. But in the case that it doesn't, you be that friend regardless. You don't treat a person necessary. You may be pulling somebody out of something that they didn't even realize they needed to be pulled out of because of the friendships they've had in the past. So you be that necessary friend to them. You allow yourself to receive friendship and to receive love because we won't make it alone. We won't make it by ourselves. And so we, when we find those things, we nurture that. We build on them. We build those friendships with our children. If, if you're a parent, whoever is listening, if you're a parent and you don't feel that friendship with your children, 
we as parents, yes, we are the parents and we are adults. But when we're dealing with our children and even adult children at that, we have to build those relationships and those friendships with our children. Sometimes they don't come naturally. Sometimes as parents, we didn't experience where we had that friendship with our parents. So sometimes it just didn't come naturally. So you have to allow it to build and you have to be open-minded with your children and be a friend to your children. Yes, you're the parent. Yes, we get that. We are the parents, but we can also be a friend to our children and we can allow ourselves. Mm -hmm. I'm listening. I'm listening to that because I'm about to say it again. And friends, how many of us have that type of friendship with our children? I'm just saying, okay, I'm just saying, how many of us have that type of friendship? You know, I need to bring you back because, you know, we've talked this so long. We're going to be on this podcast for like two hours (laughs) because it is good. It is so good. You know, um, everything that you are saying, I'm serious. You're going to have to come back. I mean, you just going to have to come back. No ifs and buts about it. I'm just bringing you back. <laughs> you know, but just the whole thing about Jesus being that friend and how he laid his life down for us and how he called us friends and how it was one sided. <laughs> he got on that cross understanding he was the one sided friend. I'm sorry, because we wouldn't have done what he did for us. I'm just, I I don't think nobody would have got on the cross for no one like he got on the cross. You know, no greater love has no man done than this. No one to lay down one's life for one's friend. Uh, I know we may do it for our children. And those that we may really love, but some of y'all like, I want to lay my life down for that bad joker that I birthed, birthed in this world. And I totally get that. But she hit some key points about the importance of friendship, not only in being a parent, in your marriage, as well as relationship between two individuals. So let us love one another. Stop hating on one another. Let's value each other. And she says something really important. What do you fit on the table? Where do I place you in my life? <laughs> so that's something you're going to have to kind of consider yourself when you're talking about friendship. How many of us have them? What are you valuing? Where are you placing them in your life? And how are you developing your friendship? It's okay to have friends and to be a friend. Don't judge. Learn to speak to each other with respect. Okay? Make sure you are being a friend the same way you want that friend to treat you. Okay? So thank you, Ms. Johnson. Thank you you for having me. Cherie, this has been good. This has been good, you know, so I appreciate you being my special guest today. You know, my prayers is to God continue to bless you and your family. I'm praying double, 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 double for all you do for others. (laughs) I'm so serious. May your ministry to continue to grow because you are a ministry. 
And you know that you just speak life, you know, you're just a ministry. And I appreciate the life ministry in you. Not, I'm not on here prophesying to my friend. She already know. So don't be like sending her no messages. I told you you was a ministry. She knows she's a ministry. Okay. Um, that's what she do. She spreads love. She spreads who she is abroad to so many. And so I thank you for that. I really do. And, uh, Thank you. You too kind. <laughs> you you know I gotta you know I gotta like <laughs> I gotta be kind because I want you back. No, <laughs> but thank you. I thank you for this moment. Yeah. On a softer note, I thank the congregation um for listening and I'm sure they would love to come back and hear you. Now if you enjoyed this episode, do not let me repeat miss next week my special guest will be discussing friendship as a confidant and a pal uh and if we threw a party we you know <laughs> golden girl yes yes <laughs> so that type of energy is going to be gracing us next week and I truly enjoy this summer season. I, like I said, I just believe we need to learn and understand that we need friendship. We need that togetherness. We need that wholeness. And so make sure y'all stay safe out there. Don't be in that heat doing too much. So be safe out there and we're out. Thank you for listening to The Power of Sticking Together, where there's a word that will give you power to live the abundant life God has for you. This podcast will give you strength on your journey through practical biblical principles built on moral values. The power to live life to its fullest. Now that's power. Again, Don't forget to tune in next week for another encouraging word that will make you check yourself before you wreck yourself and others. God bless.